All right, here we go. My name's Jeff K, and you're listening to episode 275 of the world famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. If you can hear it, there's like an enormous amount of grinding, sawing, rattling. I don't know what the hell's going on. It woke me up. I mean, I should have, uh, I mean, I overslept. I hit the pause button or I, did, I hit the dismiss button. Let's put it like that. So there was no other. When you hit the pause button, it gives you a few minutes and then, and then it wakes you up again. This is just, I just hit dismiss on my phone. And it was, I overslept, you know. Because I was tired. Ah, here's what happens. All right, the Reds are playing on the uh, on the West Coast, playing the D-backs or the D-bags or whatever the Diamondbacks out there in Arizona. And uh, so they get you know they they played at like one thirty in the morning. I'm watching it. I mean that's right in my wheelhouse, man. I come home from work. I mean I was listening to it at work, and then I uh, I drove home and then I ended up watching like the second half of the game. To like 1.30 in the morning, then I watched the post-game show. I mean, I'm up, I'm up way too late, right? And then, uh, and then I oversleep, right? So I, the uh, the alarm was just a just a speed bump. And then Tony, you know, Tony's out of town. She's down there visiting her crazy sister, and uh, and she uh, she had this. We have this group text going between the four of us, me and the two boys, and her. And she was like firing off. They were like firing off text messages to each other early this morning. And every time, I mean, I have my my phone smart enough to know when I'm sleeping. But I guess if it's a if it's a a message from one of the people that I I message with all the time, it knows. It probably shouldn't make a noise. It should alert me to it. If it had been somebody, you know like somebody at work or something that would have been silent because it knows it knows it's smart enough to know what's going on but since these are like uh, people that are people I interact with all the time it was going bring 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 like over and over I was like what in the living toe tapping hand clapping shit is going on like flailing back and forth just whipping the the, the the covers are all I got them whipped I got them like wrapped around me like a burrito like what is going on I'm trying to sleep bring so anyway and then I don't know what time it was 10 o'clock an hour after my alarm went off there was some loud grindage and it's it's ongoing now a little while ago I want to give you an idea of how loud this is the houses around here are not as close as they were in Dunbar in Dunbar, you could literally walk between the houses in in certain instances. Not all. I mean, this is a yeah. It's not a blanket statement, but you know, a lot of the houses in Dunbar are so close together, you could walk between two of them and stretch your arms straight out to the side and touch both houses at the same time. <laughs> they were so close together. They're not that close here, 
but they're close. I mean, we're in a neighborhood, you know, and um, th- these people are always sawing and hammering and and, and chopping and grinding. I don't. I said, why is constant grindage? All right, so all right, so I, I recorded. I'm gonna I'm gonna share with you a little sound clip recorded from my phone, sitting in my waking up chair in the living room. This is I'm sitting in the chair in the living room where I have my morning coffee and look at my tablet and you know ratchet up into the day. This is where I wake up. And this is this is what woke me up. This is what woke me up after I'd already gone through that bring situation. You know? I mean and, and, and this listen to this shit. This is inside my house. I'm recording this. Listen to this shit. Okay, here it is. You might be able to hear it. I don't know if you can or not, but they're out there right now. Whoever these people are, I mean, I'm down in the bunker, so I'm not. I don't have a a direct line with them anymore. But you can hear it. I can hear it right now. I can hear. It. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. But somebody's doing something all the time. These people ever rest? Do they have jobs? What is going on? Do these people work? What in the hell? Ugh. Anyway. People right next to us have their house for sale, the one ones with the high steppers, or with that high stepping poodle. That one that attacked Andy over and over again. I threw a beer in its face, then put my son in the emergency room, that high stepping bastard, like a fancy pants. Who you calling a standard poodle? That's what I think happened. It's it's a standard poodle. I think it has a chip on its shoulder. Who who you calling standard, buddy? I'll show you a standard and then it like takes your neck out. I don't know. That thing's still alive. I saw it the other day. I don't know what the hell's going on. How how could it still be? Was this thing like 30 years old? <laughs> I mean, what the hell? Anyway, they got their house for sale. Things like $400,000. What the? What the hell's going on? $400,000. <laughs> I mean, it's a nice house. It's a nice neighborhood, but good Lord. This is not California. This is northeastern Pennsylvania. All right, so I, I feel like maybe we should sell our house. The only problem is you have to buy something. You know, you'd have to. You could. It's a good time to sell, not such a good time to buy. You know, but anyway, um, I don't think it's the name. I don't think it's them though. I think it's people behind us. They're d- down there grinding something up. Every once in a while, I hear a rattling sound. I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's the sound of uh, the human bones going through the chipper. I don't know. I don't know if they're sending like a like a like a spinal column through the chipper and it makes a rattling noise. I don't know what's going on. So anyway, that's the way my day started. I was very annoyed, um, and um, you know, and I came down to the bunker and I uh, started uh, started scrolling through. I started listening to some records or albums or not records, just through Spotify. And I was listening to um, this band called The Loud Family. You familiar with them? And it wasn't doing it for me. I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't really scratching the itch. And then I listened to something else. I can't remember what it was. I listened to something else. 
yeah, it's not doing it for me either. And then I put on an old Cheap Trick album, Heaven Tonight. I was like, yeah, there you go. That's the ticket. <laughs> That's doing it. So I listened to uh, pretty much that whole thing until I until I stopped to to do this. Uh, Cheap Trick, those first three albums, well, the first five really, but the first three for sure. Man, those things are fan flapping tastic. Cheap Trick. Are you familiar? Are you are you hip to these guys? I saw them two times, or three times maybe. I think I saw them twice in West Virginia and maybe once in Greensboro. Loud, super loud, like one of the loudest bands I've ever seen. And it's not like they're like heavy metal or something. They're just they're a they're a rock band that plays uh you know hooky uh, songs with big hooks in them. With uh, sometimes hilarious uh, lyrics, you know, loud. Just rip your head clean off loud. Another band that's rip your head clean off loud, uh, Dinosaur Jr., super loud. Uh, Who else? Neil Young. Neil Young and Crazy Horse, loud. I mean, I've seen a bunch of The Black Crows, loud. Really loud. (laughs) Excessively loud. Too loud, in fact, with the Black Crows, and, and and probably all the other bands I listed. There's no, it's not necessary to be. I mean, I you go to a rock show, it's going to be loud, right? It doesn't need to be like to the point where it's causing, you know, permanent damage to people, not only to their ears but to their central nervous system. It's not, it's it's not necessary, you know. That's not it's not really necessary. But anyway. That uh, Heaven Tonight, I think it's their third album. Ah, scratching that itch. Woo, I can still hear the grindage, though. It's, it's going on. It's ongoing. <laughs> anyway, um, I, don't, I don't really have a whole lot today. Uh, I, uh, oh, I will tell you this much. I don't, I don't know what's going on, but ever since we put the Soviet hum box into the window. Hang on, let me take a hit off this bastard. Let me take a... Oh, man. That shit's been sitting around a while. I think my son made that at like, I don't know, 8 o'clock this morning. Like f- four hours ago. Anyway, um, ever since we put the Soviet humbox, the uh, the window air conditioner, don't get me started on that crap either because that's, uh, you know, you know, it's hot up here. It's humid. It's humid. And uh, it's hot. It's not, this is not, we're not living in freaking San Francisco here. Even if I lived in San Francisco, I'd want like central air, you know. But any, anyway, we we don't. None of the houses, or most of the houses, I should say, don't have central air, which is blows my mind. I didn't even know there was a place that existed. All my life, everywhere I've lived, all over the country, every house I've ever lived in had central air, you know. And uh, up here, no, they don't have that shit. I mean, occasionally they have one, but it's, you know, it's few and far between. Almost everybody. It doesn't matter. These people next door, the $400,000 house, they got window units, you know. I mean, it's not, it has nothing to do with uh, anything other than they don't have it up here. So, so ever since I put that Soviet hum box, is what I call them, into the window, that rattling, uh, humming you know, super loud. You know, when like if that thing's on in the living room, you can't watch TV. Things so loud. You know, so we have one in each bedroom. 
So we have three, you know, there's three bedrooms. Uh, there's one in each, and then there's one in the living room. So we have four. We used to have five. We used to put one down here in the family room. We stopped doing that a few years ago. I mean, it stays cool down here. It's basically underground, although the back of the house is exposed. But you know what I'm saying. It's kind of on a slant. So it stays relatively cool down here. We stopped putting it. So, so we have four window air conditioners. Ever since I put that one in the bedroom upstairs, in, in our bedroom, Tony and I's bedroom, Tony and my, Tony and my bedroom, Try to do. I try to be grammatically correct. Is that so wrong? Anyway, um, I've been. I don't know. Something's. I feel like there's spiders getting in there or something. Some kind of insects. I need to seal that shit off better. I don't like it because it has those accordion things that go all across. They don't work very well. It's hard to attach them. Like so, you try. It's hard to get a good seal on it. Then you get insects coming in. I've been bitten, and I'm not. You know, it's like it's like spider bites or mosquito. Maybe a mosquito. I don't know, but I got on my on my on my uh, right forearm. I got bit by something uh, a couple days ago. Now I woke up this morning with a with a another. It's like a mosquito bite on the back, like the flesh on the back of your arm, my upper right arm. Like, and it, it's like a a spider or a mosquito. It's, it's like a mosquito bite. So I think something's getting in there around that seal, you know, and getting me in the middle of the night, sucking my blood, you know, draining me of my life, of my life force. These insects coming around that that hump box and uh, and feasting on my fat ass while I'm sleeping. And I wake up, I'm like, what the? Why is the back of my arm itching? And why is it all inflamed? And there's like a bump there, irritating. I'm going to have to do something about that. I'm going to have to deal with that shit because I can't have this. You know, I can't have, I can't be, you know, being attacked by the insect kingdom while while I'm atop the the dormancy platform. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, are you with me? It's a problem. I can't have this. All right. Um, I'll tell you what. Um, I have two phone calls that came in and I, and one of them, especially is kind of old and I apologize for that I need to tighten this shit up that's what I need to do um, I need to tighten things up um, I think uh, I think uh, producer Zip is going to go on vacation in a, I don't know he told me the dates <laughs> perhaps I should pay attention uh, better attention I know he's going on vacation I just can't remember the details and um, so he's not going to be available for, I don't know, a week or so. And I thought about maybe trying to double up and trying to, you know, record in advance. I think I'm going to, I might take that week off too from the podcast. I apologize. I could change my mind. But, um, you know, that's the way I'm leaning right now. I need to try to regroup. I need to rethink, not, not make any changes. Uh, maybe make some improvements. If that's possible, I need I need to tighten this shit up a little bit. <laughs> like these these calls come in, and they're sitting in there. Forget about them. Or you know, I don't. It's no disrespect. I live a disorderly life. I live a life of chaos. A part of it, and I admit, part of it is my doing. I need to tighten my shit up. So anyway, he's going to be gone. He's going to be out of town for a week or so, and um, I think I might uh, take a corresponding break as well in the midsummer. It's hot. It's hot. I need. I need some. I need to regroup. 
<laughs> All right. So I, I'll give you more details on that. But anyway, um, what was I talking about? Oh, so I got these calls. One of them is kind of old. One of them is a little bit newer. Uh, it's neither here nor there. But um, you can um, you can listen. The first one is from our old friend Ian in Scotland. I love when Ian calls. It makes me happy. And um, here it is. Hey, Jeff. It's Ian in Scotland here. A um, couple of things for you. I was talking with a friend about 80s, 70s detective shows and their hooks. Uh, I believe that um, I certainly missed a few of those. I've got three for you. First one I can remember is uh, Petrocelli. Petrocelli. Um, his hook was that he was building his own house brick by brick. He got two bricks per episode, I believe. Not the kind of detective that I would like to hire, maybe, to look after my business, but hey. The second one, we have Heart to Heart. Their hook was that they were millionaire, possibly billionaire uh, couple, lovely couple, um, had a yacht, butler, Max, um, but they, they like to do a bit of sleuthing, a bit of detective work to fill their days. Um, that's nice. And the third one was McLeod. Um, his hook was that he was a cowboy, but he was <laughs> he was in a big city on a horse and a, and a cowboy hat. Um, can't remember much about McLeod. I think ladies kind of liked him, uh, the cowboy thing, but I'm not sure if he was too hot in the ladies. Kept himself clean for his horse, all that. Um, but basically, I believe that Justified is just a straight rip-off of McLeod. That's like McLeod 2.0, you know? McLeod for the new millennium. Also, second thing I wanted to ask was, you mentioned in the Murphy Mart episode about Dennis the Menace. So, Dennis the Menace is from my hometown, Jeff. He's from Dundee in Scotland. Um, and I just want to know how, why, how do you know of him? Uh, are you familiar with the Beano, the comic where he lives, um, <laughs> his home in the comic, um, or is it just solo, Dennis the Menace? But I'm really intrigued, how, why, how uh, do you know Dennis the Menace from Dundee? Okay, Jeff, keep up the work. Bye. All right, thanks, Ian. I appreciate it. Uh, those 70s slash 80s detective shows, they all had to have a hook, didn't they? Which is what you were talking about. Petricelli, I remember the name. I don't remember much about it. I, I do remember the show being on. I don't recall ever watching it. He said it was, uh, he, he said the hook was that he's building his own house brick by brick. He added two, two bricks a week or something. I don't remember that. I mean, I remember, like I say, there were so many of those uh, detective shows back then that um, I remember the name and I remember them being on, but I can't recall ever watching it. I have no feedback on that. Heart to Heart, yeah, I remember that. I, I tried to watch that. It feels like it was on a night where there was no other options, no other good options, I should say. And I tried to get into that. Could not. You're like, like you said, it was a couple of rich bastards well, 
I don't know if they're, you know, they were a rich, they were a rich couple. They lived on a, a boat, I believe, and uh, they, they, uh, you know, fought crime. They were a, a husband-wife detective, or uh, I don't know if they were detectives, but they were solving crimes, you know, solving murders, you know, mysteries and stuff. I couldn't get into that one. I had a hard time with that one. I I I, I tried to watch it because I didn't have any other options. And I, 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 I never could get into it. McLeod, I remember that. that there was this rotating group of uh, uh, detective shows. It feels like it just rotated through. I think it was like a Friday night or something. I don't remember. Saturday, I don't remember. But um, So every week it would be a different. There were like four or five of them, and they would rotate. I think Columbo was one of those. Right. And um, I don't know, there's a whole bunch of them. Well, not a whole bunch of them, like five of them, maybe. And McLeod was one of those. And you're right, he was a he was a cowboy living in New York, I think. But he rode, he still rode his horse. <laughs> Just a ludicrous, ludicrous. He still wore a cowboy hat, and you know, and he he he's couldn't let go of the of the ranch, the ranch life, even though he lived in Manhattan, you know, out there solving crimes. Uh, on horseback in, 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 you know, Spanish Harlem or whatever. What the? What kind of stupidity? The other ones that I remember right off the top of my head, of course, are the classics. Cannon, the fat detective. The man is uh, morbidly obese. He was a uh, world-class chef, I remember. Loved wine, you know, connoisseur of wine. And um, he was a... Uh, he was a he was a fat man, and he fought he and he, he solved crimes right, and he uh, he would get shot all the time. My friend Tim uh, did an analysis. I'll see if I can find that and I'll post it at Surf Report Pod. He did an analysis. He bought the box set of all the all the cannons. I think he did an analysis of season one. The number of times he got shot, the number of times he got set on fire. <laughs> he was like a he was like a, a large, large man with a with a prestige, prodigious, I guess, mustache. So anyway, um, he also, by the way, that guy, uh, what's his name? I can't even remember his name. But um, the guy who played Cannon. Uh, hang on a second. Let me put this on hold. Yeah, William Conrad. I can't remember anything anymore. William Conrad, who played Cannon, he was. On the old on the, on on the Gunsmoke radio show, he was Matt Dillon, right, the star of Gunsmoke. And when they when they decided to do a TV show, he he wanted to be Matt Dillon on TV. They said, "Are you serious on horseback? I mean, you'd crack the you crack you break a break a horse, you collapse a horse with with that heft. You can't be what the." So um, they said, no, nah, we're going to go in a different direction. <laughs> and, um, and they hired somebody else to do that. And then the TV show was on for like 25 years. But uh, he, wanted to be, he wanted to be Matt Dillon on TV. He said, I am Matt Dillon. They said, no, you're not, you're not killing our horses, we're getting your fat ass up on that thing. And he's like, thing of, that thing will buckle in the middle, you know. But anyway, you know how else was on that show, uh, on, on the Gunsmoke, was... Uh, Let's see. Uh, Floyd the Barber from the Andy Grippa show. He he was on there, and another guy from Mayberry from the Andy Grippa show. One of the one of the mayors. 
Mayor Stoner, Mayor Pike, I can't remember. They were all regulars on that show. It's like it's like a who's who of uh of uh people from the seven sixties and seventies TV. But anyway, so anyway. Cannon, he was the he was the fat detective. Barnaby Jones, he was the old man. He was he was the senior citizen. You know, he was out there solving crimes even though he was like, you know, uh, like 80 or something. He, you know, he was uh he was uh Uncle Jed from uh uh Beverly Hillbillies, you know. And um and then he, in the 70s he had, he was a detective Barnaby Jones, if you if you recall that. Another one that I remember, and this was a little bit later, was Vegas. Do you remember that featuring Dan Tana? You familiar with this guy? He had a house. I think he lived he lived in Las Vegas. <laughs> Hence the name Vegas. And and the S at the end of Vegas was a dollar sign. All right. It was Vegas featuring uh Detective Dan Tana. He lived in this cool and hip house where you could just drive straight into like he would drive his car into his house and get out of his car and just go over and sit on the couch. <laughs> like the like the 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 uh the garage was built into the he would just drive straight into the house then just go go straight to the refrigerator and get a coke, you know. That's what I remember about that. I also couldn't get into that show. That thing was sucking. Um of course Mannix, I don't know what his I don't I don't know what his uh hook was. He didn't really have a hook. But they, they all had hooks back in those days. Those uh those detective shows. I'm not familiar with Justified. I did watch Justified. Oh, you're right. Ah. You're right. Okay. I know what you're talking about. You said you said McLeod was a is a remake, it was a is a rip off of of Justified or Justified was a a rip off of McLeod. I watched the first couple episodes of that. Forgot about that. I should revisit that. It was pretty good, actually. That was a uh, about a guy. Oh man, I, uh, it was about a guy who's working for the. He was like a uh, some kind of a cop of some sort, uh, and um, he got assigned in this rural Kentucky. So he's like this uh, highfalutin uh, trained cop, and he's like in rural Kentucky dealing with rednecks, you know. Anyway, I need to watch that again. You're right. I, for, I totally forgot about that. And uh, I don't know. There's a whole bunch of other shows in the 70s, 80s. Those cop shows. McLeod, of course. He was the, you know, seemingly, uh, you know, disorderly, crumpled. He's always wearing, like, terrible clothes. Looked like he slept in his clothes. So, you know, un- underestimated. You know, you, you, everybody underestimated uh, Columbo, but uh, you know, you do it at your own peril. All right, all right. Um, the Murphy Mart thing. I don't know what. I don't know. You, you're saying Dennis the Menace is from Scotland? Are we talking about the same Dennis the Menace that lived next door to Mister Wilson and all that? I don't know. Is there two Dennis? I don't know what the hell's going. I don't know. I'm confused by that. Dennis the Menace. He there's a TV show in the '60s, and um, but there was a, it started with a comic book, right? It was a comic, and then um, but he he was just some little kid had his pockets full of crap all the time, and he, he was always causing mayhem in the neighborhood. His uh, his neighbors was uh, Mr. and Mrs. Wilson, 
and he drove he drove Mr. Wilson completely insane, and he always had like a slingshot in his back pocket, and and all that. You're saying he's from Scotland? I don't know. I mean, I'll take your word for it. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I, I have a feeling it might be two different Dennis the Menaces. <laughs> Could there be two? I guess. Anyway, I need to do some more research on that. But thanks for calling in. I always appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, give me a call back soon. And um, appreciate it. This next call, I also appreciate. I always like when he calls as well. Is our old friend Patrick. And here it is. Hey, Jeff. Patrick here. Uh, about the phones. Man, I had I had Android shit for years. I had I had a Samsung, and then I had a Motorola. And the only reason I got rid of that Motorola was because it was about almost it was about four years old. It started to get kind of glitchy, and I got talked into buying an Apple. And this thing fucking sucks. I think first off, whoever engineered some twelve-year-old Japanese girl, I think calibrated the screen on this motherfucker. I mean, I've been working on cars for 30 years. So, like, basically I'm using, like, hot dog as a stylus, you know. So, like, I'm constantly, like, misspelling shit on text. Um, One false move with my fingers and this thing, like, the screen will flip around and do some other shit. Uh, I don't want it to, and it it does too much shit. Everybody's like, well... You got a finger problem. You don't have a phone problem. Yeah, well, guess what, motherfucker? It didn't do it with my Motorola, uh, you know, but it does it with this thing. Um, second of all, I had my Motorola was four years old. It had one small crack on the screen. I don't know how many times I dropped it. This dainty little Apple, I've dropped it twice since I've had it in like four, four to five, six months maybe. And, like, the whole fucking screen's all, like, spiderwebbed and shattered on the bottom. I dropped it one fucking time, and, like, it's it's busted. So I got to take it back. And then the charge port quit working. And luckily I had one of the – my mom had a, one of those, like, magnet chargers that sticks on the back, which is kind of cool. But, nah, man, I'm going to take this thing back, and I'm going to get another Android. This this Apple thing can, uh, as you say, ram it in on a slant. Um. That's my uh, my take on the phones. So yeah, I think you made the right choice of, of sticking with your with your droid. Uh, the second thing is the Viagra boys. Man, those guys rock, dude. Uh, man, thanks for turning me on to those guys. Man, I can't. I've been listening to the shit out of those guys. Uh, yeah, it, it's good shit. I ain't no thief. We you just got the same stuff. Research chemicals, man, that's, that's, those are good tunes, man. Uh, anyway, thanks, man. Keep up the good work, and I'll uh, catch you on the program. See ya. All right. You sound impassioned. You sound like you uh, you mean it. I like that. Um, I have never. I Okay. The only Apple product that I ever used was an iPod, and... Um, I used to load that shit up with uh, back in the day, back before there was streaming and all this. Everything was MP3s. Well, I used to have a job, my previous job at my current company, where I could listen to music or whatever pretty much through the entire shift. I mean, I was working, but I could listen to music at the same time. You know what I mean? Or 
or in my case, podcasts and stuff, old-time radio shows. And I had an iPod. I had a couple of iPods, and I liked the iPods themselves. I hated, hated with a passion, iTunes. Everybody said, well, that's idiot-proof iTunes is idiot proof. I mean, uh, Apple, everything they do, all their software is like the, the top of the line. That thing sucks. Every time you try to use that iTunes crap, it was like it, 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 it reacted differently. You, you could do the exact same thing you did the last time. It wouldn't work. It was like, it was, oh my God, it was so frustrating. Things a piece of shit, iTunes. Thankfully, nobody uses that crap anymore. Although the other day, um, so I have, you know, I listen to uh, Spotify all the time. And there was this this album that I wanted to listen. It wasn't on there. It was by this guy. Well, it was by this artist known as Clark Kent. All right, and it's uh, it all it is is Stuart Copeland from the Police. Back in the '80s, he released these EPs under the name Clark Kent, and then at some point. Um, all those EPs were combined together on one CD called Collected Works or something. It's this—it's just like a catchy, new wavy. It's from the '80s. It sounds a little bit like The Police, but it's kind of silly, you know. But it's catchy as shit, and it's fun to listen to in the car. It's kind of rocking, and it's uh, the lyrics are funny. And um, every once in a while, I like to hear that. It's not on Spotify for some reason. So I have this other thing on my phone called Cloud Player. And I can't remember how we set this thing up or how I set this thing up. I did it years ago. There's a folder on my laptop that if you put uh, sound, sound files in there, MP3s, it'll appear in this Cloud Player on my phone. I don't remember how I accomplished that, but it works. It still works. So I fired up my laptop... And I and I and I uh, and I submerged myself into the the world of iTunes again. It's still on there. They still is that thing still getting updated and stuff. I think it. Uh, I think it actually. It feels like when I opened it, it it went through an update. But anyway, so I went on there and I moved that Clark Kent record over to uh, that cloud player. Now I can listen to it in my car. But anyway, um, I'm not, uh, you know, there's a cult with this, uh, with this uh, stuff, with this Apple, and I, I, I'm not on board, all right? iTunes you know, soured me on the whole, you know, that thing, I mean, that thing's made for the, the biggest, even the biggest bumbling fool could use that. Well, how come I'm having so much trouble? Well, I don't know, I'm not going to, you know, I can't jump to conclusion. Yeah, right, thing sucks. You're right. I don't. I never had a. I never had an iPhone, and I and I probably won't. I mean, I don't want to say 100% no, but I, I, I don't know. This phone that I bought, uh, I'm not. I, I think it's great. I mean, I know it's a really good piece of equipment. This S22 Galaxy, Samsung. It's uh, it's a little too small, and I'm having trouble with the camera. I need to get. I need to master the camera. It's very complicated. It's not straightforward. I mean, you can just like point it at something and take a picture, but there's there's a lot of stuff that you can do to to mess around with it and make it better. And I haven't really mastered that. But um, I understand what you're saying about the about the Apple about the I, iPhone. Um, I, I hear you, and I, I I thought it was hilarious when you said you had a hot do- hot dog as a stylus, and the, uh, there's nothing worse 
than when the screen's all cracked out like that. I've had that happen too. Uh, a while back, I, I had Motorola phones. I, I was stuck on those things for a while, and um, I, I, one of them was destroyed. I mean, we still owed a bunch of money on it, and the and the screen was all cracked. When you like, uh, when, you know, when you're like dragging your finger across, like like swiping from screen to screen, you almost cut yourself because the screen was so messed up. But we couldn't. I, you know, it feels like I didn't have any like insurance on it back then. I don't remember. I don't know why. Cause that shit. We have it all insured now. I don't know. I just get that thing fixed. But anyway, um, I hear what you're saying, Patrick. I don't. I don't. I've never had a uh, iPhone. I've only had Android. I've been happy with them, pretty much. This new one. I wish I'd have got the middle sized one instead of the smallest one. But it, I mean, I like it. I just need to I need to mess around with it some more and um you know the screen's not cracked and um it feels like a pretty hefty feels like a good piece of equipment and um everything works on it and it's uh it's it's intuitive and stuff but I hear what you're saying I, I I'm with you on that crap um and the Viagra boys hell yes they rock that shit is and they're speaking of funny you know some of their lyrics and some of their songs are serious, but you know when they want to be funny, when they want to be silly, they're they're the they're the masters of that. That um, ain't no thief song. That's hilarious. The first time I, I mean they played it in concert, but you couldn't really hear the, the lyrics. Uh, speaking of bands that are like incredibly loud and rip your head clean off, there's another one, the Viagra Boys. But anyway, they played that song. It hadn't been released yet, so I couldn't really hear the lyrics. But when it when they did finally release it, the studio recording of it, that shit is hilarious. I think I played it like four times in a row. Just like when it would end, I just hit replay. That thing's funny. Even now, I I laugh when I hear that record, hear that song. That thing rocks too. They're a great band. You know, you know, the guy's a lot of uh, he's a he's a he's an eccentric or something. I don't know. There's something. The guy's a rock star, straight up rock star. Old Murph. You know, so Viagra Boys, great band. I'm glad you, I'm glad I've turned some people onto them. They're they're fun, and um, I recommend them highly. Thanks for calling Patrick, and thanks for calling Ian. Both of you guys, it's much appreciated. Sorry it took me so long to get to them. Um, but if you want to be on a call or on a, on a show, I'll try not to be so. Uh, I need to tighten my shit up. I don't know if I mentioned it. I'll, I'll do better. Call me up, 570-290-8151 is the number. Again, 570-290-8151. If you didn't get that, it's in the show notes. Give me a call around the clock. Ask a question. You know, do, do like those two guys did or whatever, you, whatever else you want to do. There's no rules. This is the surf report. I mean, there are some flimsy rules, but, uh, you know, you know what I'm saying. Um, and, um, also if you want two of these a week, this is supposed to be a Patreon episode. I screwed up last time. So I'm going to make this one available to everyone as well. But generally there's a, uh, there's one that comes out earlier in the week. And then there's a, there's a bonus episode for patrons later in the week. I'm going, this is supposed to be the bonus episode. I'm going to make this one available to the whole world. The entire world can listen to this one. But um, generally, this would be behind a, you know, it'd just be for patrons. It would be for the, the patrons that support me over at patreon.com. That's patreon, P A T R E O N.com slash Jeff K. 
You can sign up for a $4 or more monthly donation. You know, it can be more than $4. $4 will do it, but you can go higher. You can go to, I don't know, I'm saying, I'm just pulling, you know, like $400 a month. If you want to donate $400 a month, you can do that too. But $4 will do it. It'll unlock the audio. All the previous bonus episodes will be available to you. And every new one that comes out, you'll have immediate access to them. So do it today. Patreon.com slash Jeff K. SurfReportPod.com is the uh, website for the podcast where I have expanded show notes, links, pictures. Speaking of pictures, the last one where I was talking about the Paul McCartney show, I added some photos that I took. I uh, wasn't super happy with the pictures I took. Um, eh. <sighs> you know, but I picked a few that I thought were halfway decent and I added them. So if you want to check that out, it's uh, episode 274 at surfreportpod.com. And we're at the end of this thing. Thank you guys for listening. I'm uh I gotta go I gotta go clean up the kitchen again. I gotta take a shower. I gotta iron a shirt, uh make the bed, and then go to work. And I have let's see. Uh I have twenty one minutes to do all that. <laughs> you think I could do it? We'll see. You know, anyway. But thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. I'll see you soon over on the main network. Uh, I'm not sure when this. I don't know. I don't know when Zip's leaving. But um, I'll I'll be back. It won't be long. So until then, you guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I'll see you. Bye. that he was building his own house brick by brick he got two bricks per episode I believe <laughs>